0: Yes, I need support, obviously, because I'm a wreck, but but you are also grieving too. You carried your grief in a different way. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. It's just different. And acknowledging that off the bat.
1: Hey, welcome to the Forno Men Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Kelsey Cole. She's the CEO of Forno Ministries. She also happens to be my bride, my wife, my ride-or-die partner. And today, we're going to talk about communication specifically. There's a lot of things that, as men, we go through that's a little bit different. And I thought it would be awesome for us to spend some time from a women's perspective to say, what do you need from us? What do you want? How can you and I get on the same page ever during one of our marriages, probably first and hardest struggles? So without further ado, here's my beautiful bride, Kelsey Cole. Thank you, Kelsey, for being my very first female guest on the No Men podcast. I only thought it was <laughs> fitting because you're my wife and anybody else would have been a mess.
2: No. Yeah.
0: Well, it's an honor to be here, Ryan. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So this podcast, really, what I want to do is I want to set this this time aside from a a female's perspective we, on the, on our when we do retreats, we sit there and Jono and I record the men's perspective for the women. What I want to ask is your perspective for guys. It's one of those things where I I want the women's perspective for men, mm. and it's particular per, uh, particularly pertaining to communication because I think one of the things that men traditionally struggle with are how, how are, are we okay like are we going to make it through this are, are we good and i think that there's a huge uh, opportunity for you know satan to work in that the meddling there and create a, a, a drift between us so to me a question number one is you know like how, how do you know or as a female that's gone through this how do you how do you want to to incorporate the man, the guy, me, into the, the loss equation.
0: I think remembering that it's not just the women who lose. You know, yes, we carried the child, but you both came together to form this child. You know, you both have lost a child. And it's really consideration of putting putting you together as one as the priority it's not just me it's not just you it's us how does what does it look like for us to grieve together you know one thing that back when we started talking about doing couples weekends one of the things that we talked about was what should we call it and when we came up with as one it it truly just describes the intention, intention of the weekend is what does it look like who come together as one, as God's design for our marriage, as what as God's design for our family and, and grieve in a healthy way. And it looks like supporting one another in ways that you've never done before. You know, when we went through our first miscarriage back in 2011, um, none of us had walked through that at all. And it was new territory for me. It was new territory for you. And it was for sure new to ter- new territory for our marriage. You know, we were barely married, not even a year and a half after we lost our first child. And so it really launched us into the newness of wow, how do we actually <laughs> handle marriage when the poo hits the fan? You know, when we said our vows, we said for better or worse, not fully realizing the reality of what that worst could look like. And so we had to fly by the seat of our pants, if you will, because we didn't know any different, you know, um, walking with couples now. Yeah, we are, are so thankful to have practical ways that we can say, you know, this is how you can support one another. This is how... You know you can do those daily check-ins and and what and what does that look like how do you best walk through that giving them practical help
1: so let's say that you are female which you are i am yeah right yep. and i'm a guy which i am you are um let's say that there's you know this podcast traditionally is for men and let's say that they're they're spouses is really and I'm gonna use this I, I I'm a pretty blunt person I don't choose my words as wisely probably as I should but like let's say they're, they're, they're your spouse is is stuck on themselves in in the grief situation as one should be right like we're all going through a terrible time I believe that you should have the availability for us to for you to grieve like I I, I believe that however sometimes we hear of um women not considering their husbands. So how as a guy would I go to my wife and say, "Hey, I I want you to know that this affects me too." Mm-hmm. What does that look like? You know, for for you as a female to go, "Oh, right, that makes sense mm-hmm. that this would affect you too."
0: I think just acknowledging it. You know, after you walk through a pregnancy loss or the loss of an infant, um and obviously we see this a lot more with miscarriage and stillbirth, but because it's still in the mother's womb, right? The baby is. And so people will come up to that mom and say, how are you doing? Right? I've heard of guys say, wow, that's the first time I've even been asked how we're doing. And it's like a month after. And so I think it can start with the women. I can start with the female saying like, hey, as a dad, you know, you play a huge role in this. Like how Yes, I need support, obviously, because I'm a wreck. But but you are also grieving too, and just because I may not hear it every day, like I'm expressing it every day, right? Like that that was the role that that we kind of played. I was definitely way more emotionally distraught and wrecked. Um, but you, be, just because you carried your emotions in a different way, you carried your grief in a different way it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. It's just different. You know what I mean? And acknowledging that off the bat. Yeah, we grieve totally differently. But just because you're not outwardly expressing it doesn't mean that you're not grieving. I think just acknowledging that saying like, hey, however you want to grieve, this is a safe space here. I am a safe place for you. Just as, as just as much as I need that safe space within you as well.
1: I think it's one of those things like when it comes to like this traditionally is one of the first major hurdles a marriage has ever had to undergo. Yeah, it can be. You know? So I don't I don't know how you're going to react. And there's the fear of that. I don't know how I'm going to react because I've never had to deal with loss at this level. Mm-hmm. So you know i appreciate what you're saying it's like i i would love for couples specifically to to acknowledge the fact of this sucks i don't know how to do this there's no professional going through grief dot or checklist, checklist right like there's yeah. no professional coming so what does that look like it, it involves a weekly check-in i think one of the things that you and i tried to do was was kind of shut down especially the 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 more losses we had and later the the most recent ones, the most recent ones we had, I think we got better at knowing, ah, this is what we have to go do now. We shut things down. We reprioritize our schedule a little bit. Oh, this is a bummer. So we're not going to show up at church next weekend or whatever because we're going to go through this process. Unfortunately, we've gone through it multiple times. So we have that experience What does that look like, do you think, for, like, what do women need from their husbands more than anything when you're, you know, initially going through a loss and then Mm -hmm. a little bit later?
0: It's hard because I think initially we need to be covered. You know, as the spiritual leader of our home, which thankfully you are, you know, I really needed you to be that, that covering for not only me, but for our home, um, you know, physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And that's a really tough requirement for me to ask of you um, because the, I, I need to be covered, you know, with prayer. I want to be covered with the emotional support of like, we will get through this. You know, one of the first things that that I remember after we lost, um, after we found out, rather, about our son, Whitson, who passed away in my womb a few days short of 38 weeks, you know, I remember driving down the highway as we were returning to the hospital and you grabbed my hand on the center of the console and you said, no matter what this looks like, no matter like what we have to face I choose you and that meant the world to me um because it not only restated if you will your dedication to me but your dedication to our family and and to God right because this started first right our union started first and I think in a way that that just spoke so much to me um, because that that was one of the most impactful ways that I remember in our almost 13 years of marriage, you being that that covering for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's a balance of the weight. It's you can't carry the weight of the grief all the time. I can't carry the weight of the grief all the time. It's a balance. You know, we were very blessed when I had bad days. You seem to have good days and vice versa. I think that was a huge gift from jesus right but on those days where you are both having a bad day or even a bad moment right you can put everything else aside come together and say let's pray if i am angry which i mean i for sure experienced a lot of anger you know after we lost our son lennox back in 2020 um Mm -hmm. you were able to say hey you know let's refocus let's think about where our anger is directed to right and and you would help me kind of just guide me through that which was a huge gift when I want
1: to ask you a question I know the answer but it's really for everybody else out there but is it okay to be okay if I'm not okay meaning that if you're having a good day and I'm having a bad day is it okay Yes, yeah, I think that that is a farce and a lie, that I think the enemy really wants to to mm-hmm. to be involved in, which is like if you're having a great day and I'm having a crappy day, mm-hmm. I have to I have to bring you down to my level, like I think, or 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 vice versa, like I don't want to mess up your great day because mm-hmm. I'm having a bad day, so therefore I stomach or I just don't share anything, mm-hmm. but I think that that's what being. Together in marriage, specifically in grief, does where it's like, hey, you're you're allowed to have your good days. As a matter of fact, I I celebrate your good days. I also got my own junk that I'm working on myself, and I don't want to bring you down, but man, could you pray for me? Could you could you just help me through this situation? Could you could could, could we acknowledge the fact that you're having a good day and I'm having a bad day? Like that's a yeah. that's step one. <laughs> Sometimes that doesn't even happen. Yeah, where we're just like, oh. I'm going to go sit in the garage or go, you know, whatever, distract. That was my thing. I would go distract myself from my own emotions or I or I wouldn't um, really sit there and want to bring them to the forefront because I didn't know what they were. Yeah. You know.
0: You're trying to figure them out for yourself. Yeah. And if my focus is on making you better that day, then I'm kind of, out of line as well like yes I want to let you know that I love you and I want to support you in the ways that you need support but if you need to peace out and go on a seven hour hike and let Jesus speak to you go do it
1: mm-hmm. yeah all right so what um, if you were to say I really needed to hear this from you when we were going through a loss what, what would that be like I well, I think you alluded to it earlier when I grabbed your hand when you were driving the car, which is just like, hey. "Hey, I choose you, no matter what." That kind of stuff. Um, what, what else? Which, by the way, I don't even know where that came from because it just—I've just felt like this overwhelming sense in that moment where I do choose you. I don't know what I don't know what the next hour looks like, but I do choose you in that next hour, and it's like some of those. I'm going to say throwaway comments or quote-unquote nothing comments. I would say don't hold back from sharing them with your spouse because it could be something seven years later that you're holding on to still as a mm-hmm. as a pivotal moment or as a, as a lovely moment in your life, right? So, like, to me, just communicate everything.
0: Well, to me, it's you didn't just choose me on that drive to the hospital to deliver our stillborn son. You chose me the days after when... I couldn't get out of bed and I was so can I say pissed off <laughs> I was so mad and angry at God for allowing us to go through that again it's it's it, you also are choosing me now
1: mm-hmm.
0: you are you are choosing me in this podcast mm-hmm. because your desire is to help couples better communicate with one another and that's huge so if I could think of anything else that I wish I could tell you, it's to have grace for yourself. You know, like we, grieved, we grieve so differently. Um, you know, for us, it's me being the more emotional verbal processor. For you, I think you carried it a little bit more internally. Um, not 100%, but I, I do think you you carried it in different ways. And so it's having grace... That God made you as our children's dad um, in different ways than He made me, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like with parenting. You know, like God is has uniquely given you the gifts and skills that Kennedy needs mm-hmm. that I do not possess, and vice versa. And I think that the same is applicable in engraving season. Like God has made you to to guide us in ways that maybe I can't or don't in that in that moment. Mm-hmm. Giving grace for yourself, I think, as a guy who again, like you can't fix it. You can't bring a baby back. You can't make the pain go away. But you can reiterate to me that you're in it. That you like you did, I choose you. I choose our our family I choose our relationship I choose to move forward with you to help to help us both find hope for the future and I think that having that reassurance is needed both from the wife and the husband Mm -hmm. you know it's not just about the wife again the men lost too and so women if your man is is quiet and you're trying to ask, hey, are you actually even grieving? Because I'm not really getting anything from you. Or you're not verbally processing it. You know, you're not going to ask him that like I just did. You're not going to, as he's flying out the door to go to work, you know, you're not going to ask him hard questions. You're going to say, hey, I would love to just make sure that, that, you know, how you are doing. Uh, You know, could we go get a coffee after work? Or could we, Set aside set aside a time on Saturday afternoon where we just you know drown everyone else out, you know get a babysitter for other kids if you need, um, spend one on time block it out and say I would love to just check in with you. To see how you are doing, you know, and and what our next step is as a couple, you know I think that we can easily move on to the what's next. But it's okay to sit in the pain for a little bit. It's okay to recognize that you are both going through a huge loss, right? A huge, huge loss. And so what does it look like to give, extend extra grace to your spouse, right? Like, how can I, how can I serve you in a way that's going to show you extra grace in this season? I think is a great question to actually ask your spouse
2: what
1: are some practical things that you as a female want from me as a dude is it um so i'll only tee it up for you like like an opportunity like You and I um, try, I'm going to say try, the best we possibly can to... Oh,
0: we're perfect, Dad.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, (laughs) in Jesus' name. Um, We try to pray together daily. Yes. And sometimes life gets in the way. Sometimes schedules get in the way. Sometimes... Just stupidity. Gets you in the fall, sleep. Sleep. You fall what is, asleep. You fall asleep. Yeah. And so like, yeah, if you aren't praying together, pray together. Yep. But like, what are some other practical things? Because as a guy, I want, I need some practical things. So what are some practical things that I can do for you mm-hmm. in a season like this?
0: So one of the things that, that we actually did do, which I would definitely recommend is just a daily check-in, you know, whether that's the end of the day after work or, um, you know, usually it's a, better at the end of the day um or around like dinner time or before bed just you know like how was your day you know for a while we did like what was the high of the day what was the low of the day um and it just kind of gave them a temperature reading on you and how you were doing you might say today was a hot storm of a mess you know and this is what I'm struggling with and that's okay it's gonna give you the opportunity to talk I would also like have maybe a few questions you know kind of like we did um Mm -hmm. with our life group which i think was so helpful it was like one to five questions you know that every week this is not a daily thing um but it was a more of a weekly thing you know writing down questions that are you know how can i best support you this week i mean ladies our husbands are not mind readers correct Mm -hmm. um I know that this is kind of complete shock, but neither one of us are mind readers. And so we need to be able to give, um, you know, just a a practical way that your spouse can can just be there for you. You know, I thankfully we're not um, we've outgrown the era of husbands coming home from work and demanding dinner when they sit down. And that was one thing that I really greatly appreciated from you was, you know, I'm recovering from a C-section or a delivery of a baby that I didn't get to take home. I'm not exactly coming, you know, producing all the energy to um, come up with a gourmet dinner. I'm not having the energy to keep the house clean every single day. Like I'm exhausted emotionally, physically. And so even if you're like, hey, I can take the dog for a walk. I can get out of your hair. Um, not that you were really ever in my hair, but you did so much practically. Um, I think that, that 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 was a huge thing uh, for me. And that was kind of a relief. We also were so blessed to have a lot of friends just show up in that regard, you know, which is such a good thing that you can do for others who have been through through loss is like just show up and say, hey, I'm a really good dishwasher or I fold clothes really well. I'd love to handle a few loads of laundry.
1: Shit that showed up with just unloaded Costco from our...
0: For real. 40s. Like like paper goods out the wazoo. But that was such a huge gift to us because we didn't realize like, okay, after family comes into town, you know, to visit, you're not going to want to do dishes. And so that was a huge thing. Or even just paying, paying for someone to come and just clean your house, you know, it's such a blessing.
1: Well, I think it's like even how I... If I see a meal train, I I prefer to give a gift card Mm. for the sole purpose of uh, you get a lot of casseroles, which is not a bad thing. Casseroles. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying sometimes you just want to go to fuzzies, not a plug for fuzzies, but you just want to go get whatever you you want to get. Yeah. And you just I don't want to have to think about it. I don't actually want to preheat the oven for an hour and put a casserole in or anything like that. So anyway, that's a total side project.
0: But it also takes away a little bit of personal connection that that couples might actually want to have. Not all. But I know with people like it was a huge blessing when someone would bring flowers or food. And I just they got to love on me and I got to receive it. And that is a gift that is while yeah, it's not always wanted. Um, looking back, I'm very, very thankful mm-hmm. for that.
1: So let me ask you a question. This is the last one I'll ask you because, otherwise, uh, we could sit here and talk for days and a half. I have like seventeen questions. But how do you know when, um, it's time to get some help? So I'm gonna preface it by saying that you and I, you and I have have gone through counseling. We've gone through coaching. We've got we've had opportunities for people to bless us and send us away to intensive retreats and stuff like that. But but how how did I I guess I'm asking for me (laughs) like how did we get there no I'm just kidding but like how did we like I obviously knew something was wrong but like uh, I'm trying to encourage other people at some point you could get to a place where I mean we had gone through five losses and we were really at a place where we needed some professional help that was outside of us and you know a, a side relationship here or a side relationship there, we need to go invest, we need to retreat, we need to go away. What can you say from a from a like from a female's perspective? How how can I as a husband say, "Hey, we're outside of our realm of expertise, we're outside of our friend's expertise. We need some professional help." How how do we do that?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So, I would say this I'll answer this in two parts. Okay. The first is when someone feels stuck. So whether it's, I don't know what I'm feeling. I don't, I can't communicate because I don't know what I'm feeling. I have a thousand emotions Mm -hmm. in every single second. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's really hard. Um, So I would say when someone feels stuck. Second part to that question is every good team needs a good coach. Mm -hmm. We were told that very early in our marriage by our first marriage counselor that we went to about a year into marriage when oh, shocker it was hard to communicate and now we're teaching on it it's amazing jesus does miracle people <laughs> um but it's so true every good team needs a good coach he said kelsey and ryan take every opportunity that you can to work on your marriage whether that's A church retreat you know counseling counseling is a gift from God it is not something to be shameful of it is not something to to doubt or to say no we can figure it out we got this we get this no take every stinking opportunity that you can to have good solid godly advice and someone to speak into your marriage because if you're not growing you're not necessarily dying right. but you can easily become stagnant yep. and you can easily fall into the lies of the enemy in especially in a season of grief you know i th- you would think that after losing a child the enemy would ease up on you but he doesn't that's when he comes even harder yep. with darts that are very pointed And any opportunity, like he mentioned earlier, to put a a foothold or to find that wedge in between you as husband and wife, he will. His plan is to kill, steal, and to destroy. And part of that is your marriage. But if you say, no, I'm going to stand with my spouse, with my husband, and we're going to get through this. And finally, last thing. I like to talk. Sorry. It's all good. Last thing is praying for yourself, praying for your merit, like even in a season of grief, right? Yes, the men lost two, the women lost two, but what does it look like to, to, to stand up for one another and intercede spiritually? Like, God, I ask that you protect my husband's mind, protect his ears, protect his eyes, God. I rebuke any distractions that would come up at my, at my husband, right? Especially in this hard, difficult season. Um, So that way we can actually focus on what the Holy Spirit has for us in the healing process. Like interceding for each other um, is very, very important.
1: I agree. Well, well, I think, like I said, we could talk about, a thousand other things and i think that we're we we will have you back on the podcast thank you yeah absolutely
0: because
1: (laughs) tell me what to do no i'm just kidding no it's one of those things where i think that we we are not without uh, uh not not opinions but we're not without opportunities to help other people in this particular arena you know we haven't touched upon when you get pregnant again or yeah. those things, Kelsey and I have been through all of those different things. But I think one kind of going back to what you're saying, every good team needs a good coach. And if you are looking for a coach, we do that for people and we help them understand how do you actually go through this particular season of life? And sure, it would be great to have a, a, an ongoing relationship and coach you through whatever ails you next. But I think that that's that's the thing get connected to somebody now in this season because this is a this is a unique situation. It's a unique season and and um, I think that there are a lot of people that want to offer you and your spouse opinions during the season mm-hmm. but you gotta do it with people that are connected to Jesus and want to push you together. That is something that is incredibly important, you know um, that's it there there are there's a thousand voices around you right now. Your spouse's voice should be the second loudest behind Jesus's. Mm -hmm. And if anything else is speaking into you that is not based upon scripture or based upon Jesus or based upon togetherness of you and your spouse, flee. Get away from it. Because it's just not it's just not of of what we believe God wants for you in your marriage. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you. You're beautiful, the hottest podcast guest. (laughs)
0: he'll <laughs> so ever uh, John O'Brown of or, course Clinton,
1: well or anybody else
0: <laughs> Well thank you it's been right. an honor to to be here and to um just to see what God is doing okay. to Fortnite. men so um like Ryan said if anyone would like to reach out to Ryan and I about one-on-one coaching yep. it's something that that um it, it's an honor to walk with people okay. in this season you guys and so um, would be honored to do that in any capacity so
1: yeah it yep. sounds this sounds crazy but it's really fun like like I don't know about you but but sitting down with couples even in this y'all this is not easy work mm-hmm. but even sitting down with people in this it, it is it is it's really fun to see how Jesus can can use our story to help other people in their story yeah. and um that is not something that we anticipated. 13 years ago when we got married. Yeah. But I also think it's something that is really important for anybody out there listening, gentlemen included. Your story could help another person and their story as well. Yeah. So don't shy away from that as you continue to talk to other people and go about your day. So, Kelsey, thank you for being here. <laughs>
2: You're welcome. <laughs> you know who made it. You've been listening to the Four Known Men podcast. When you go through a pregnancy loss, the pain can be overwhelming and you may not know where to turn for support. At Four Known Ministries, we guide men and women to process grief through encouragement, community, and ultimately the hope that Jesus has for their future. If that's you, message us through Four Known Men on Instagram or text 4men, that's the number 4, and men to 719-626-8486. You can also go to fourknownministries.org to get help now. And if you've enjoyed this episode and think it would help someone out, please share it. When you subscribe to the Four Known Men podcast, we will send you more episodes as we release them. As with all podcasts, when you rate us or send us a review, it helps us get better and connect with more people that need to hear about the love of Jesus and pregnancy loss. Thank you for listening. We know Jesus wants to meet with you in your pain. Turn to him and we promise you'll find everlasting hope. God bless.